The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. After Jesus was baptized, the Spirit drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, I thank you for the, the warm welcome. So you've got the idea that we're in what we call a deacon swap. And that whole idea is so that you can get to know me and I can get to know you, maybe, with the masks on. You'll have to mention, I saw you at church or something, right? I've been in hardware stores and I got sunglasses on, a baseball hat, and you got a mask. Oh, you walked right by me. Like, really? So anyway, just a little bit. I'm a retired teacher. I finished up at St. Anne's High School. Had a great career there. And I've been returned to my home parish, at that, which is St. Anne's. And that's where Deacon Rick is at this morning, like Father said. So the whole idea came from Father Patrick. So there would be like an initiation of our presence outside of our traditional home parish and get to know and be recognized by those that you don't personally know. So it's another step in that progression of our growth of a new family of parishes. And his father alluded to the fact that it's been a, quite a while since we've been together to break and open the word and to receive Eucharist. So friends, to echo that sentiment, it's really good to be with you. As a matter of fact, it's good to be with anybody. That was funny. <laughs> so allow me to start with a question, if you will. How is your New Year's resolution going? Crickets. If it's going as well as mine, we can be thankful that Lent is here on this first Sunday of Lent. I remember like it was yesterday. It was several years back. I was sitting in the studio of Father L. Williams, and I know many of you know Father L. He was my spiritual director, and I was in anticipation of that hour I would spend, spend with him. It was always good. He looked at me in that warm, beautiful face of his, and he said, Frank, how's your Lent going? And I looked at him with, um, and my face was starting to flush. And I could feel, I didn't know how to answer. What was he asking me? He might as well have asked me, how many stars are there in the galaxy? I had no clue. But Father L is so gracious and kind that he moved us along quickly. 
and he explained that question and the shared importance of knowing and being aware of the importance of Lent. And he explained, how's your Lent going? So if any of you can identify with my story, then maybe some of you could identify with my shortcomings. You see, I grew up in a, a time which I refer to back in the day as good Catholic guilt. It started on Shrove Tuesday. Our kids today don't even know what Shrove Tuesday is. But back in our day, by the way, I'm 71 years old. Look good, eh? <laughs> Up on my own two pins, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> so back on Shrove Tuesday, the good sisters, you've got to give something up. You've got to pray some more. And you've got to mean it. And we tried us little kids to pray. And you've got to give to the poor. I didn't have nothing to give to the poor. I was poor myself. So in those days, if Father L would have shown up then and said to me, Frank, how's your Lent going? I'd have to answer him truthfully and say, well, not so good. You see, something in my spirit rebelled at this idea of guilt and shame. Guilt and shame never worked for me. As a matter of fact, it caused me to have a sour perspective. Sound familiar? Anybody get that? You didn't grow up with any of that? Well, the results ended up being very, very similar to my New Year's resolution, less than what I started out with. So just like today, bright sunshine, we've had days when it's been dull, so the sunshine pops in, we feel good about it. I would like to share a, a pathway or possibly a fresh approach to Lent. What if Lent wasn't something that you had to do? What if we wanted to experience Lent, not do it, experience it? What would that look like? We could start with the idea of getting Jesus out of that position of binding us with rules, goals set. You got to give this much. You got to do this. You got to do that. If we could get away from that and run to the idea that Jesus is here to set us free. He wants us to be free. Wants to be that pathway to freedom. You might be thinking to yourself, well, Deacon Frank, I'm free already. And I would look at you and say, really? How free are you from sin and all its trappings? How free are you? You think you're free? But does it bother you or do you have to think about it when I wonder what they think of me? I wonder what they think of me. And how free are you when it comes to speaking the truth? the real truth. And the list goes on. You know what I'm saying. You get the idea. Unfortunately, it has taken me a long time to get free of these and much more. But now I get to watch my children, six of them, 
and ten grandchildren as they struggle with this whole thing of the world. All the stuff that's going on, all the struggles that they see, all the expectations that are put upon them, all the pressures that are there to rise up, to be that, to be counted, to be special. Wow. Lent is a great time to stop and pause. Wouldn't it be great if we could just run down to Staples, buy that great big red button, and hit it, and pause, and like, oh, okay, let's start over. But that's what Lent is. I've got this idea. The more you get to know me, you know that I'm a little bit cuckoo. I, f I think like this and that, whatever. I saw it when I was watching AFV. What's AFV? America's Funniest Videos. Still on, 7 o'clock, Sunday night. What a great time. I don't know what's more funny, that or watching or listening to my wife with her belly laughs when this stuff just gets her going. It's hilarious. So what am I doing with AFV? Grabbing the acronym and changing one letter and calling it AFP. So what if we grabbed AFP? It's not just a new coat of paint on Lent, but it's about a new attitude. AFV makes us laugh, but AFP works wonders if it's fun and we can achieve those goals that we started out with at the beginning of Lent. AFP, A for almsgiving. It can be as simple as digging into your pockets and giving a little more than your generosity already is. But you can bring it to new life if you actively have God in mind while you're doing it. We've got God in our mind other than just Sunday. Almsgiving, yes, Lord. And you think of God. You can't outgive God. You've heard that. You can't outgive God. And how good do you feel when you give a gift away? I've watched it over and over again, and so have you. You hand somebody a gift, and they're smiling, and their eyes are twinkling, but what are you doing? You got this grin on your face and everything going on, and you're happy too. By the way, on that note, have ever, any of you guys been guilty of smiling under your mask? What are you doing that for? Nobody can see it. You can't not not do it. You smile under your mask. It's okay. Fasting. Fasting in the land of milk and honey. Not really fashionable around here, nor is it on most people's radar, fasting. Again, you figure out what type of fasting that works for you. But while you're doing it, be mindful of God. And a little thing that works for me is I'm thinking of God because God is just so big. I think of Jesus smiling. You've seen that picture of the smiling Jesus? Think of that picture. Yes. And prayer. Prayer is so important. But in this day and age, it's like an old broom that's sitting over there in the corner until it's absolutely necessary to go reach for it. It just sits there. So let's begin, if you haven't already started, with a simple effort to pray, a conscious effort to pray. 
to start our day in prayer. A little prayer. You can have coffee with God in the morning. Think of him as your creator, and you thank him. And experience the joy of prayer before you go to sleep. Doing these things, these simple little things, will change your Easter. So in 40 days, Easter will be different for you if you do the work. And let's not forget about our children, whether they're grasping this or not grasping it. It's up to you as parents, grandparents, to bring that to them so they're watching you. We know kids watch us, right? They watch every move, and if you don't believe it, in two months, they'll say something, and you say, well, where did you learn that? You said that. You said it to Daddy. Oh, so they watch everything. What a time to teach them their pathway to Christ. AFP, almsgiving, fasting, and prayer. Keep it simple and keep it fun. There's a line from Scripture that says, Jesus came to free the captives and set their hearts free. What a feeling to be free. And I know that God wants to have playtime with us. I told you it was a little bit like that. I feel God. He wants to play with me sometimes. It's just not all work and prayer and this and like that. Boop, boop, boop. Let's have some fun, Frankie. Let's have some fun, Julie. So during that playtime, you and God are playing, and how would you answer from him if he said, how's your Lent going? Amen.